0: Hello, welcome to the Mamas Know Best We Got Something to Say podcast. This is a safe space where mamas can talk openly about their highs and lows of motherhood and to look deeper into who they are as women and their journey into motherhood. We may agree and disagree or cry and laugh, but one thing for sure is we will learn from one another and have a great time. So sit back and enjoy. On the final episode of Melissa Long's three-part series, we discuss her being diagnosed with gestational diabetes, despite her healthy diet and lifestyle. She also goes into depth about the major complications she endured after giving birth to her healthy baby girl. Melissa also discusses her affiliation with earthly products, and then we get into the fun stuff for my lightning round of speed questions and getting to know Melissa, the woman.
1: To my obg i went obg shopping because i had to find one that was okay with my birth plan and wasn't going to coerce me in anything was going to stick to exactly what i wanted and i found one who i am absolutely in love with and just feel like that was another god had his hand in it and it brought me to her but um we the last month of my pregnancy was really the hardest one because i had gotten so swollen that i was struggling to stand up i was in a lot of pain um, couldn't figure out why it was so swollen and it was just making it hard to function. So we I literally was determined to work up until the day I gave birth or the day prior because I wanted to use all of my leave to spend time with my daughter once she was born. So I worked up until Wednesday. Thursday ended up in the hospital because my legs were so swollen, my OBG thought I had a blood clot, so she sent me to the hospital to get an ultrasound to make sure I didn't have a blood clot. Well, i also been diagnosed with gestational diabetes, which oh, no. sounds insane given the diet that I was
0: on. Yes. She
1: was stumped. She was like, you were the last person in the world I would expect to have it. She was like, "But well, 1% of patients, it doesn't matter what kind of a diet they're on or what kind of a lifestyle they live, they end up with diabetes. I was like, well, with my track record. I was is
0: just going to say, yeah, of course. Of all the things that you've had, absolutely. I
1: would gain that 1%. So, um, I was needing, and this was something that I didn't want, but I also, because of the gestational diabetes in my history, I did need a few more ultrasounds of what I wanted just to make sure that she was okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, So while I was at the hospital on this Thursday getting tested for a blood clot, they also did an ultrasound to make sure that Skyler was okay, and my fluid levels were really, really low. So... My OBG calls me and she's like, Melissa, i if you were anyone else, I'd induce you right now because your levels are low, but I know you don't want that, so how do you want to proceed? And I was like, well, I've done research and I know that if your fluid levels low, you can drink a lot and bring them back up, so that's what I want to do. I'm going to go home and I'm going to drink a liter of fluids, red raspberry leaf tea to be specific, get this labor moving, and I'm going to hydrate myself and bring these fluid levels up naturally. Well, she agreed sent me home she told me i had to come back saturday and i had to get checked again and if they were still low it could be a danger to skylar and that's where where any of my burgers plan goes out the window if it becomes a danger to her obviously Mm -hmm. i went home chugged like a good liter of red raspberry leaf tea woke up the next day having contractions i was like oh my gosh this worked but i get to do this naturally (laughs) Precipitated with vomiting. I all of a sudden could not keep anything down. Every sip of water I took, I vomited it back up. I couldn't eat. I was like, what in the world is going on? Am I gonna be one of these people that vomits my way through labor? This is weird. I'm already having low fluid levels and now I can't hydrate. I need to go into the hospital and get myself hydrated so that you know I'm baby's okay. So I went into the hospital, she admits me, um, I am one and a half seven years dilated at this point, and she basically told me, you know, Melissa, like, your levels are low, now you're dehydrated. If something doesn't start happening, I'm gonna have to induce you. So, this is Friday, we go through the nights into Saturday, um, and come to find out those contractions I was experiencing were dehydration contractions. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So I said a lot of prayers Friday night, and in the like early morning Saturday, I started with real contractions and I got dilating of four centimeters. And my OBG was like, as long as you keep progressing, then I'm not going to do any interventions. Well, unfortunately, I stopped progressing. My fluid levels were dangerously low, and I did end up having to get hit, which.
0: Ugh. Yeah. Uh,
1: but
0: we already know how to feel about that, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm still vomiting
1: like crazy. Can't figure out why at this point. It's like hundreds of MLs, and my doctor just kept telling me, you know, you're one of those weird ones that's vomiting during labor. Once you have her, this should be all good. So, fast forward six hours, I end up having her all naturally. I didn't need any pain meds. I did get that part of what I wanted. And then, um... I kept vomiting. I woke up a few hours after having her, and I vomited 700 mLs. Oh, wow. And um, we're like, okay, well, labor's done. I've got my beautiful, precious child. What the heck is going on? Woke up the next morning and had this huge lump sticking on my stomach. Um, my nurse told me it was my cervix, and I was sitting there thinking, okay, I don't know much about this stuff, but I don't think your cervix no your stomach, so... I'm going to wait until the doctor comes, still vomiting like crazy. She comes in, deals it, and immediately goes, that's not your cervix. I don't know what it is, but we need to get you out for a CAT scan. Long story short, what ended up happening was when I was contracting in labor, the scar tissue from my cancer surgery 20 years ago wrapped around my intestines and occluded it off, and I ended up with a high-grade bowel obstruction.
0: Oh, my God.
1: And that's where the vomiting was coming from because the obstruction was taking place and so I couldn't get it out one end so it was coming up the other and that spiraled into an insane 15 day hospital stay being separated from my daughter for eight days, almost dying a few times, lots of complications, major surgery, Um, everything I had worked so hard for as far as healing my body went to heck. Because I was literally dying and needed medical intervention, which there is a time and place for that. However, it was, I, I had a lot of things done to me
0: that never should have been done, but I was too sick. Sure. To fight it or to know or to even intervene in that at this point, they were saying, you know, you're trying to, they're trying to save your life for whatever, you know, however, so you, yeah. There wow. Was-
1: say that there were a lot of mistakes that were made and i honestly feel like i would not have been as sick as i was if some of these mistakes wouldn't have been made so it just furthered my trust issues with the medical establishment to be honest with you because i actually lived it firsthand after having done all the research and making all the changes and having my eyes opened i was paying even more attention and i'm confident that i did not have to end up as sick As I did, if certain things would have been done differently at the start, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, and because you knew better, you were like, really? You know, which I think is even the worst feeling because you're like, you know better than what is actually being done. So you're like, but then you're helpless because what are you, what can you do? You know?
1: Yeah, I can only fight with the doctor so much. I was literally begging him to give me fluids. I was vomiting 700 to 900 mLs at a time and he was giving me 100 mls of fluid an hour. Now, you don't even have to be a nurse to realize that that's not adding up. If I'm getting rid of 700 mls in a minute's time and then I'm getting 100 mls of fluid back every hour, it's gonna take seven hours to catch up.
0: Of course. Back, but
1: six more times, so he needed to give me more fluids, he wouldn't give me more fluids. I have one kidney, I'm getting dehydrated. I see what's happening, but my hands are tied. And then on top of that, I hadn't eaten in six days. Um,
0: wow, and
1: they wouldn't give me any food, so they sent me into surgery, dehydrated and nutritionally compromised. And I abused them at first. So, the combination of the three of those, it, I mean,
0: what were my yeah, health for health? sure. So, at this time, how is Sky? Sky is healthy and, and thankfully doing well,
1: yes. and Through all of it, I just kept thanking God. Thank you that this is all happening to me and not her because Mm. she is healthy. She's fine. Um, My husband was an amazing father,
0: jumped right in and took care of her because I was too sick and it was heartbreaking. It was. I'm sure. And it must have been devastating. I mean, first of all, you're for all that you went through to get pregnant with her, to have her, and now you're going through this and you're not able to connect with her. Yeah,
1: I couldn't breastfeed. Well, I started trying um, right after I gave birth, and she lost a bunch of
0: weight. And yeah. You no, know, dry diapers, and they were like, "You're gonna
1: have to supplement." Like, I think you're so dehydrated, you can't make anything for her. And that was like a stab in the heart because out of everything I wanted, breastfeeding was number one.
0: Like, yeah. Was
1: so important to
0: me. I know. Yeah.
1: That was tough. That was really tough.
0: So did you ever get a chance to breastfeed her?
1: I did, but I never got a full supply back. I was only able to um, make about
0: an ounce at most. Mm. So I continued
1: giving her an ounce um, for a year. I hooked her up to the supplemental nursing system, and I
0: fed her that way. Okay. Wow. Fed- that I could make. Of course. And
1: I went to Germany for her formula because the American formulas didn't meet my standards.
0: You literally went to Germany?
1: Like, not flew
0: there. Oh. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. So they couldn't deliver? Okay, gotcha. You had to, like, basically seek outside ways to be like, no, we need to get something else. Yeah, because
1: even the organic formulas here in America have bad ingredients in them. I was so pissed.
0: <laughs> really? Even the Honest brand and those that swear that they're good? Yeah. yeah they wow. ingredients in them
1: that I'm not okay with. So I had to go outside of America to get her a formula, which devastated me because I never had plans for her to take a drop of formula. So that there were so many things that happened along this journey that were obviously very different than my plan. And it was very devastating. So I had to work through all of that. Um,
0: yeah. So, again, you're being tested. Your faith is, I'm sure, being tested at this moment. Or maybe on some level, right? Because you're like, okay, she's here. But now you're like, wow. Like, okay, so I wanted this. But this is happening this way. You know, again, God doing what God is, you know, just is what it is. I questioned.
1: I got angry. I went through all of that again. I was like, I've already been through so much. Like, why am I going through this? And then when when I came out of surgery with a bunch of complications due to being dehydrated and nutritionally compromised and newly postpartum I ended up in the ICU and I she wasn't allowed to come so I was separated from her for
0: eight days oh man that mu- oh that must have been yeah I, I couldn't even imagine because when my son was born you want to talk about attachment like I became an attachment parent and I didn't even think that I mean I knew I would be like okay I love my child but I couldn't even imagine that it was terrible it really rocked me to the core and to be honest
1: this experience was harder than the cancer because i was not only an adult i'm a nurse i have this newfound knowledge for <laughs> health and the medical system and this distrust towards them and then i have my miracle baby that i not only came breastfeed, but now she's been taken from me and i can't even see her yes of all of that oh my
0: Goodness. Yeah, yeah, I, girl, I salute you because. So tell me, so that was only twenty months ago, which is nothing, yeah, that's right? 20 that's twenty months ago that you're yeah, telling me this. Hard. So you're you're healthy today. Was it a long another long road back to getting you healthy, or was it because you your body was? Used to, I don't want to say used to bouncing back, but your body had bounced back before. So, was was it a little easier to kind of get back? No,
1: it's
0: been harder. Wow. Um, I was able to get my Hashimoto's and remission much easier the first time around.
1: I um, I have not had labs done in four months, so I don't know where I'm at now. But when I had them done four months ago, my antibody levels were still pretty high. Normal is 35, and they were
0: 450. Wow. So in, that
1: was when I was 16 months, so we're talking a year and a half because everything they did to me in the hospital obviously reactivated the autoimmune disease. Um, so you yes, really of an autoimmune disease. You, you put it into remission, but anything can trigger it to come back. So you can't ever heal
0: fully from an autoimmune disease. Sure, and like you said, because of all the interference and what was done to you before, now you're trying to multiply it, but you don't know even how much damage was done. Yeah, I know I got a lot of antibiotics because I went septic and had
1: an E. coli infection and that completely tore up my gut. Um, everything I worked so hard to heal, it just completely tore it all, all to shreds. So, and, um, and then on top of that, I'm a new mom and I'm trying to navigate this, but I'm so weak and so sick that I needed a round of clock for the first month and a half of her life.
0: I'm sure. Um, I wasn't even able to lift her until she was two months old because I had two blood
1: clots in my arm and I didn't want those to dislodge to my heart. So it was just, oh, my goodness.
0: Oh, wow. Uh,
1: It's still so raw because it really wasn't that long ago.
0: Of course. Yeah, that was just 20 months ago. Like, I know, for me, mama years feels like the, like, um, what do they say, puppy, for every year of a puppy is seven years. So, for me, it's kind of like that because I'm like, it feels long ago, but it really wasn't a long time ago. You know, it's like one of those things. Like, it just was two years ago for me and my son, but it feels like in mama years so much longer. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so all right so now you're still you're still battling that and when i came in was like we said before was me you know helping to donate the breast milk and i know you were kind of going through what you were going through but now that i do see you on facebook more of really sharing um um just just educating people so tell me how you got involved with earthly um so when sky was four months i came across earthly and
1: Toxic small company based out of Ohio. They have I believe 11 employees that work for them and that's it. They hand make everything um, in their factory so they know essentially from farm to table, I guess is how you would say, it. exactly what takes place. Um, and I just bought their business. So I was about four months old. I came across them I ordered her some elderberry because I had been um, reading up on just how powerful and strong that is for your immune system, and I wanted to keep her as healthy as possible, so it originally started with me just ordering a few of their products, trying them out, fell in love with them, and started spending a lot of money just buying our tinctures and their products, and then about a year into doing that, they had rolled out an affiliate program, um, they're not an MLM. They will never become an MLM. It allows them to keep their prices low, and there's a lot of there's a lot of sketchiness. Mm-hmm. With them. I don't want to knock them because I have friends that do them, but I'm just not a fan, and neither Thursday. So yeah. am But now, I thought I spent a lot of money on these products. I've been telling people about these products. I believe in them. I've never found a company quite like this before. Why not become an affiliate? It, I, you know, I'm not going to make a lot of money, but make it a little bit of money on the side while I help people. And this is actually something I'm truly passionate about. Um, let's do
0: it. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. about six months ago, I jumped on board and became an affiliate for them. And I absolutely love it. I'm having so much fun.
0: I see. I'm on their site now, and I, I actually see it's pretty cool because when you go on it, it tells you, you can say... You know what your needs are, and I've never seen that before. So that's actually pretty dope. Where you could put if you have if you have eczema, if you have fatigue, arthritis, um, and it tells you okay, who who do you want it to be safe for, and then it I guess searches the items for you. That's pretty cool to see. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have everything: detangler, restless legs, <laughs> mental clarity. Yeah, they really do. They just rolled
1: out a CBD on a, a few. Um, months ago and what makes their CBD different than other CBDs is that they combine it with um, several herbs to give it even more of a powerful health effect so um, that's pretty awesome. Their prices are so affordable for this type of stuff normally you're going to be paying so much more money but because they do it all themselves and they're not an MLM they're able to keep their prices low and affordable and still not compromise on quality. and I love that they refuse to sell to anybody. Many of the natural companies that I bought products before or from before have sold out. Garden of Life sold to Nestle.
0: Oh really? I didn't know that.
1: Um, seven generations sold to someone else. I can't think of who it is right now. But all of my companies that I was getting my products from all sold to bad companies, and you wonder, okay, was the product
0: still going to be the good quality? And,
1: uh, yeah is it going to go down now because Nestle doesn't give a crap about healthy living <laughs> no
0: <laughs> so no I not. love the fact that Earthly refuses to sell to anyone they're going to stay small they're going to
1: continue working with their few employees and making everything by hand and I'm sure as they grow they're going to need to bring more people in but they've already made it very clear they're not selling to anyone and they're going to continue being laid there at the forefront making sure all their their products are the highest quality yeah the
0: ingredients I love it I'm on their site and I, I love it so I'll, I'll definitely be looking to order some things um, from here especially now that you're mentioning that I mean I see that they don't have any cleaning products but um, at least I don't see I see baby herbal and then body skin and hair um, But yeah, I'll definitely be looking into this. And for those um, that don't know, it's Earthly and it's E-A-R-T-H-L-E-Y.com. But I'll also put it in the notes section of the podcast episode so people can check it out.
1: Yeah, definitely. Anyone that wants to check it out, you will not be disappointed. They offer a 30-day money-back guarantee. No questions asked if you do get something and you don't like it. Um, but that rarely happens because their products are so amazing everyone loves them so um if you if you do check them out when i asked who referred you at the end i would appreciate it if you put my name in because that
0: is how i um get a little bit of uh, money oh. back for that oh for sure i'll actually put your name also on the podcast episode so that when they put in for earthly they can also um put in your name as i guess the referral
1: That would be awesome, because like I said, for me it's not all about the money, making a little bit of extra money is nice, because I'm now spending... For
0: sure. ...coming with content for my group.
1: I started a natural-minded mama group um, on Facebook where I'm posting dietary things, healthy living, non-toxic products, and then I do post a lot about Earthly and how it can benefit your health. So I'm spending a lot of time doing that, and aside from getting paid this little commission from Earthly, that's it. This is all the rest of it is just because I'm
0: passionate. I love it. Yeah. yeah and I mean, if you're getting a commit, if you're getting a commission to, to sell something that's actually good, I-, I think that's the way to go. Right. You know, cause you know that you're actually selling something that you use yourself and that, you know, is a good standing product that actually is what they're saying about, right. Just like how we were saying before, there's companies that say that they're organic or they're eco-friendly or whatever it is. And they might not necessarily be that, you know, um, Okay, so I know I know you have a a really just crazy you know, um, and I don't want to say crazy because that's been your journey, but again, I salute you um, for everything that you've been able to overcome. Um, and I know your your baby girl, she's beautiful, you you have a beautiful family, you, your husband, your baby girl. Um, so I'm very happy that you know, I know you had said before you were like it kind of reversed everything with your, you know the leaky gut and um, your Hashimoto's and all of that. but really and truly, that silver lining is that you were able to have your baby girl, right? So yeah. you know, it made it, all worth it. Like, it,
1: made so it exactly that, but I got her out of it, and she is healthy as can be like whatever I've gone through. It hasn't to her. We're doing it right with her from day one, and it's paying paying off, and it's showing. And I'm so grateful, and I feel so blessed that I was able to have all this knowledge prior to having her, that I didn't have to learn by
0: mistakes or by. Sure. I'm, I'm just grateful and thankful for that. So I'll take all the health issues all day as long as she... Aww, true, that's spoken like a true mama. Um, you know what I was going to say for your Facebook group, it would be great for you to have also, is I know, because I know you post, what about recipes too of what you cook? Because I think that's something too, because I'm like... Also like I'll see you post a picture and be like you had this and this but I'm like but what did she put into it? What did she cook with it? Are there herbs, spices, things to give it flavor? So that would actually be cool for something maybe I think people would really be interested in actual recipes of what you use to make this.
1: Okay, yeah, that's a great idea. I try to do that every once in a while.
0: I know that's hard. I know. So I definitely, definitely will take that food
1: and do better with that because we cook all of our meals fresh, breakfast, lunch, dinner. I don't order out. I don't eat microwavable like food. So we are always
0: cooking. Yeah. And I always see and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like, but what did she use? And I know that's hard. Well, look, I'm, I have my blog and even that writing a week, a, a, a post a week has been, you know, it's we, we have, we have lives. We're wives, you know, I, I work full time. I have my son. So, and I know when you post And that was one thing that I had respected about you is that everything that you post, you poke with, you post with backup. So there's people online that are trying to give information, but you post with all the backup and just, yeah, the thing to, you're you're putting where your money, where your mouth is and saying, well, this is this because I've went through this and you need this for this. One of my best friends, um, she's not a mom, but her father, uh, passed away And um, I think he was he sick. I don't remember the exact cause of death, but him passing kind of changed everything for her. It was very traumatic. Her and her father were very close, but that put her on a big lifestyle change. So she's actually going to school in um, Portland for Western medicine. And she became a raw vegan chef. Like, she completely went 360. And again, she's Italian, so she was raised, like, her family looks at her crazy when she goes over and she's like, no, I'm not having meatballs. I don't have this. And they're like, what? What do you mean? And it's been kind of hard in her trying to transition them. But yeah, she did, like, a complete, like, turnaround with everything with her lifestyle. So a lot of what you have spoken about, I know from her. She's done all the cleanses, her leaky gut cleanse, um, her gallbladder. I think it's the, or the the stones. The like she's done all of that um so when I see your posting I'm like oh my gosh like you remind me of my friend um but I think it's awesome because you guys just have your you have your backup and I think that's the most important thing because if you're going to speak on it then you should at least come with like oh these are the facts you know this is the research yeah. to prove it and I've been through it exactly you people don't want to just or they shouldn't be just believing
1: what someone's saying you've got a couple of facts you've got a couple of research and I literally feel like all I've done the past four years is research between documentaries and books, and I'm not Google dot coming things like this is legit research that has led me to make many of the decisions that we made for our daughter, and then in my own life too. So um, definitely important to back up stuff with solid research, and it's all there. You just have to do a little bit of digging.
0: Of course, yeah
1: that takes place within pharmaceutical companies, CDC, FDA, all of it's there. Much of it is on the CDC's website, actually, in relation to vaccination, for example. You
0: just got to dig a little bit. Yeah, of of knowing what that information is. Um, But yeah, I mean, I I appreciate for you for coming on and sharing your journey. I feel like there's so much more I do want to get into with you and talking. Um, But I want to kind of switch a little bit um, and kind of go into some fun stuff. Okay. So now I'm gonna ask you just a few questions, um, just about you as a mom, and you know, as as just as you as Melissa, right? So when do you feel the most badass that you're like feeling yourself, and you're like, "Yep, I'm on point, I got this." When does that feeling come for you?
1: When I have a really good day after working full time, running two businesses, I is taken care of, and the day goes off without a hitch, it's like wow kind of a badass that
0: happens maybe once a month but it happens and that's the main thing I think when those moments come and you're like okay I I got this I can do this yeah it's the best best feeling what has (laughs) that's good that's good yeah I had yeah I was running late for today yeah I was like oh he's gonna be in bed he's been going to bed early nope he has a cold he he's been needing extra mama's care so today was not one of those days for me but um so what has motherhood shown you so far? Not just taught you, but like what has actually it shown you? You know, what have you opened your eyes to now that you are a mom? It's shown
1: a love that I literally never knew existed. I heard about it. People that were parents told me. But I couldn't understand it until I became a mom myself. I would do
0: anything. Yeah. Mom. It's kind of scary, right? When you uh, The amount of love. Like, yeah, when I look at my son, I'm just like, I, I can't even... Yeah, it's actually, no, it's very overwhelming.
1: <laughs> nah, it's, it's overwhelming in the best way.
0: For sure. Um, what is your indulgence or like your favorite indulgence? Kind of like a guilty pleasure, but like my indulgence right now are um, trying to find like really good clean beauty products. And again, after what you've said, I'm sure there's not all of them as clean as that they're making it out to be, but I've, I've done a lot better with my skincare beauty stuff so I'm I'm making you know I'm 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 getting there. So that's my indulgence right now. What's what's yours?
1: Um well <laughs> I've got things I'm really passionate about, obviously. I I just love to help people and I'm so passionate about this healthy living and treating yourself naturally and preventing disease that i kind of just that's what I spend a lot of my time doing so when my daughter goes to bed I'm either researching or I'm coming up with content to share in my group Um, Mm -hmm. and it just it's just lighting a fire in me since I have started this group I've been having so much fun teaching people and helping people and advising people and using my medical knowledge in that so Right now, I'd say that that's my biggest indulgence, which almost sounds sad because there's nothing to do with giving me benefit.
0: Yeah, but it's giving you purpose, but it's giving you purpose. And that's awesome. That's yeah, that's awesome. I mean, you write so well. You're so articulate with how you describe it. Like, I love it. Every time I see it, like I read it and I'm like, yes, like I think it's awesome. So your indulgence right now is educating and it's a purpose for you and it's a passion. So yeah, for sure. Um, okay, what's your favorite book?
1: Unless it's um
0: like a research something, like <laughs> I made a book
1: for fun in years. Like I've been reading medical mediums series of books right now. I'm on my last one of his, so I'm I've really become quite a boring person.
0: <laughs> no, you're I'm, no. You're educating yourself more so that you can come and either write a book or really, you know, get your content rolling. Because the fact that you are a nurse and you're also looking in on the other side of things, I think, is a beautiful combination.
1: Well, thank you. But now that I'm asking me this much, but I'm, I'm like, wow, this is terrible. Like, uh, <laughs> I used to play mysteries.
0: Okay. probably eight years, but they were great when I <laughs> Well, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. I think you've been pretty busy the last um, few years or so. So yeah, I'm sure that that's okay. Um, Okay, so then here we go. This will take what 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 song takes you back? What is that like most nostalgic song for you that kind of takes you back to like a really good place? Like, if you hear it, if it doesn't take you back to school, something with you and your husband, family. Um,
1: yeah, I, my husband introduced me to slow dance when we first got together. I had no idea what they were. <laughs> it me a bit, let's just say. <laughs> nice. Um, and so whenever I hear one of those, it takes me back to when we were first dating and just the romance and the love and, you know, that honeymoon.
0: Yes. so... Yeah, any, any slow jam from the first CD he ever made for me really takes me back to good times. Oh, and that's that's got to be the 90s type, right? Late 90s, mid-90s, early 2000, I would say, because we're all around the same age. So, yeah, those are some of the best be, yeah. best music times for the slow jams, the R&B, yeah, for sure. I know Brian McKnight. Yes. I bunch, that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah,
0: I love it. Um, okay, so now... What was your low mommy moment of the week? So like my low mommy moment of the week. Gosh, and it's only Tuesday. um, Probably was leaving yesterday and this morning. Um... I let my husband take my son to school and I usually take him, but I heard him calling for me as he usually does in the morning and I ignored him. And that kind of broke my heart because I'm like literally listening to him. But I knew that if I went into his room and even said goodbye, that would like just cause a whole domino effect. So I just finished what I had to do as he's, like, calling me. and He's like, Mommy, 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 and my heart just broke. Obviously, I knew it was okay. You know, he was fine when my husband went. He took him to school, but that was just love for me. It was a, it was some mom guilt there. Yeah. Uh, isn't mom the worst? The worst.
1: I, I experience it, I feel like, on a daily basis. Because when you work full-time, you feel like you don't have enough time with your child. But then you got to cook, and you got to clean, and you have so many other things you're... Have to do when you get off work, and I just want to be with Skylar. yeah <laughs> And I can because life, so. For sure. A lot of mock-down. But my love is probably. We're
0: going through temperature temper tantrum phase. Ah, uh, okay. And slapping
1: times where I feel like I've not been as patient as I should be with her because I've
0: had a long day, I'm exhausted and I let it get the best of me when she smacks me across the face. Oh no. Yeah, we had that with Jace once and he never did it again, but yeah, that was tough. That was tough. Yeah, no. I walked away. Like I looked at him and we made contact and my husband was like, Whoa, what are you doing? Like and he you know you you could tell he was like embarrassed, and I know he didn't do it personally. I'm sure he's something that they did in school or whatever, but I was like. I just walked away from him. I was like, nope, I walked away. And I think that broke his heart. And he, I went into my closet to do something with my, put my clothes away or whatever. And he walked in and I ignored him. And he just was like, you're, but wait, you can't ignore me. And I was like, that wasn't nice. Like you don't hit mommy. And then like, he gave me a hug. And that's when I knew, like, he kind of knew, um, and then yeah, he he never did it again. I mean he tries to bite, that's his new thing now. And yesterday I had to look at him and I'm like, What are you trying to do? And we just made eye contact. I was like, I know you're not trying to bite me and he, he kinda laid off, but yeah, that's tough. That's tough.
1: Yeah, it is. It is. And she knows she's wrong too, because I'm going a sad face after she does it and then
0: she'll rub me, you know, rub my arm or rub my face and say, Nice, nice <laughs> nice. nice um But it's, it's been
1: rough the past week or two with dealing with that. And so I try so hard to be so patient, especially when the temper tantrums come, she's throwing herself on the floor and screaming, but if I'm being honest, there's been a few times where I've definitely let it get, get to me a little.
0: Oh yeah. Well that, I mean, that's just normal. Like you said, especially from, well look, whether you're a stay at home mom or working mom, dealing with the tantrum all day or coming home from a hard day at work and then dealing with the tantrum that they have, it's all horrible. Um, so yeah (laughs) so i i feel your pain i think those are definitely the low mommy moments of the day right every day there's like some kind of whether it's a tantrum or whatever it is um what was your high mommy moment of the week we'll end it on a on a high note here
1: um i mean just getting to spend time with every time i get
0: to spend uninterrupted time with her i have so much fun um she is starting to sing her ABCs. We've been working on it. Last
1: night she sang all the way through in her own little version.
0: Like yeah. This, she's trying
1: to sing. She made it all all the way to Z and butchered a few letters along the way, but it was just the cutest thing. And I just like, oh, I wish I could have recorded that because that was adorable. So. That was probably the high when she just randomly busted out with
0: her ABCs. He That's awesome. Yeah, um, when they start talking and all of those, those are amazing. Like, I, I don't remember what we were reading or if I was singing to him too. And I'll never forget when he joined me and I'm like, oh shoot! Like, and yeah, it was one of those moments. Like, I'm like, oh, where's my phone? Like, we're sitting in the dark and I'm putting him to sleep and I'm like, oh my gosh! And he just started in his own little way singing the song with me. Um, and it's there. Yeah, those are beautiful moments.
1: They are. You wish you
0: I know especially when it comes because then of course when I tell him oh do it again and he's looking at me like no that was like a one-time thing (laughs) and I'm like no we need to show other people I need to send it to grandma and grandpa um Okay, Melissa. Well, you know, it's been a pleasure. I can't believe we've been on here for almost two hours. Um, but I loved listening to your story. Thank you so much for sharing it with me. And I know I'm sure there's so much more. I want to know, you know, how you balance it with your husband. I feel like that's a whole nother thing to get into of, you know, balancing your marriage into this, you know, of, of being a wife and on your husband's side of things, right? Because he's seeing you go through this, he now has to really step as step up as a father um you know of of the in moments where you couldn't necessarily do what you had to do, so I feel like yeah. there's so much more that that we could get into yeah, and it's been such a pleasure like. I love the fact that I didn't know you, I knew you, but I didn't know you and how social media can really, um, bring people together, you know, in the right way. And this is one of those times because it was so fascinating hearing your story and all the things that you've overcome, um, and how strong you are, how amazing you are. Um, and yeah, I'm just, I'm just proud to know you in that way. And I hope, you know, that you continue to grow with, um, with your content, with your Facebook page of really educating people. Cause I feel like that's so important. Education is key. And I just thank you for coming on and sharing your story and your journey with me and with us in the podcast world. <laughs> of
1: course, I'm so honored that you asked me to come on. I had an absolute blast, and um, thank you for giving me this platform to share my story. I hope that it, I hope that it helps someone.
0: I hope so too As soon as it posts I will let you know And like I said You're going to have to come on So we can discuss The business of being born I actually would love to do Almost like a round table And bring like the midwives um, Martha And just have like A whole big discussion on that Maybe I'll try and get that to go I think that would be Great for us to do Oh,
1: That'd be sick I'm all about it Anytime you need me I'm here This is my My absolute passion And I I don't hold back So whatever you want to know
0: I got you. All right. Thank you so much, Mama. Enjoy your night, and we'll talk soon. Thank you. Thank
1: you. You as well. Bye.
0: Bye. Thank you for listening to the Mama's Know Best, We Got Something to Say podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, and give a review on the platform you're listening on. Tune in next time to hear another fierce mama share her story. Continued blessings to you all for love and light.